the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. It's been a weird 2020. We saw... Um, 2020 even get weirder with the hurricane season coming and we're like, I wonder how that's going to play out with um, COVID and the election and everything else. Fires are raging in San Francisco and the Bay Area right now. The air quality is pretty awful. We're going back to school. Financially speaking, a very interesting time back to school because it used to be a time when companies like Microsoft and Intel could get rid of old technology with the idea of it's back to school. You need it. And then get ready with some new technology that launches in the fall. So it was always a good push to rid old inventory. This year feels a little bit different. But again, NVIDIA is coming out with some new graphic cards in early September pushing for Christmas because they've already got you in the spring and fall to upgrade your computers, get the new product out there. I need you to look at everything on Wall Street as a product. Whether it's healthcare, are you getting more for less or are you just getting less for more? Same thing with technology. Same thing with retail. Um, There's a company I I marvel at. (laughs) It's called, and now you're going to say, please don't go there. Um, when, when you're looking at like retail, I go with a Ross or a TJ Maxx is kind of like the middle. And then you build some higher end retail stock ideas on top of that. It used to be companies like Nordstrom and a Macy's and beneath it, you would go with the discount retail. So you kind of build a, a portfolio in your head of high, mid and low. And I always like to explore the middle side of the fence because that's what most people get. And that's true in technology and other things as well, as you could well imagine. But um, back to school has been a weird phenomenon this year. So whether it's Old Navy, um, they seem to do well. They give you a lot for a decent price, it feels like. So I am watching the results out of... Banana Republic, who's owned by Gap, who owns Banana Republic on the high end, Gap on the middle, and they have a low end, Old Navy. And they even have a lower, lower end outlets. I used to love talking about Gap because they were a good teaching experience where I could explain that to you. High end, mid, low, ultra low. They went for the margins in the middle. So the high end helped the low end, the low end helped the high end in volume, 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 and the outlets helped the margins and the, well, one sleeve's a little bit longer than the other one, or this, this color's dreadful, but what are we going to do? Destroy it or get a dollar for it? 
I always liked that business model. Um, but then I grew out of, I don't even want to be in clothes, clothing apparel. I would have to stop and think, but I don't think I own anything directly that is in clothing apparel. Okay, mate, Nike. But see, I go, I, with Nike, I went with the high-end shoes and the product loyalty. But I used to really be fascinated with, with Gap because it was the American, it became the American consumer. It became capitalism. It became back to school. Now I'm just like, eh. Stuff went online. People aren't loyal to brands. Millennials aren't loyal. When I grew up, when I grew up, I used to buy all my shirts from Banana Republic. They, they were enough style for me. <clears throat> I was pleased. I was good with it, if that makes any sense. Um, I really got to know the business model. Are you like that with anything? For instance, let me give you another one. I talked about NVIDIA coming out with some new semiconductors in September. They tend to release their high-end graphic processing cards first. They're going to come out with what's called the 3900. <coughs> That's going to be their the founder's card, the ultimate technology card. And then they come out with screaming high-end, and they work their way down to value. Because people like me who want a new graphics card to play video games with, they're like, let's get the enthusiast to pay the premium price that will eventually support the margins of the high-end and the low-end. So they have a staggered release. It's pretty fascinating when you start studying business models. And when I was in high school and college, I was like, I want to study fashion models for a living. I want to like, I want to catch the eye of a designer. And I grew up and I got into business models instead of fashion models. Is that fair? Fair or no bueno? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm really dry today. I'm so, so sorry because I do not have COVID. Um, longtime Trump advisor, Kellyanne Conway, is going to leave the White House. This is the season that I call political sausage making. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people love it. It does seem to have some entertainment value if you like drama. We're going into elections. Do the Democrats win control? Does the Republican remain in office? There's a lot of drama. In it. it's, it's a good story, right? Um, but for Trump to lose her, she's been pretty loyal to the point of she's been characterized on Saturday Night Live. It's interesting. She wants to focus on her children and her children are using TikTok to spread the message that they're not their parents. Interesting. Are you with me? Tesla's down a little bit. Apple just turned negative. Netflix, negative. When this happens, there's going to be a rolling over of the mega caps. And maybe it's the stock split. Back in the 1990s, it was the stock split was almost the sign of death. The stock would rally into the stock split, and then it would sell off once it happened. The so Apple and Tesla both said stock split, stock split, stock split. And to me, that's the beginning of the end of the momentum, only because I've seen it before. Am I going to the bank with that message? No. But I saw some momentum tied towards a 
I want to see momentum tied towards a new video card come out. I want to see momentum tied towards new services. I, I don't want to see momentum tied towards stock splits. Again, a 12-slice pizza is no bigger in my stomach than a 24-slice pizza or a two-slice pizza. So, I know you're saying, you like pizza. You know what I really love is pie. If I have a trashy side, it's towards pie. I have a pie chart of how much pie I've eaten. So Apple started higher and they've gone negative. Is that a reversal? Questions you have to ask. It's questions that you should start asking yourself, in my opinion. Um, 800-516-1220 to each call in the air. Plasma stocks are soaring on the FDA announcement. Global stock dividends fell 22% last quarter. Another tech company is coming public who's an electric vehicle maker, of which I get a lot of questions on. And I would own Tesla if I wanted to own an electrical vehicle maker. I don't want to own a company called Luminar or Gorhepatropolis. Um, if I did, I'd own a basket of the electric vehicles. You can buy baskets of stocks if you really like that trend, whether it be through an ETF or you can make your own baskets because trades are free these days. And you can get fractional shares. It's not my thing. It's not my style of investing. Do you know your style of investing? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Fall used to be all about back to school and new TV shows. Uh, Netflix has kind of disrupted that by launching new TV shows on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis, on a weekly basis. Like, we never know when they're going to drop, right? So some of the old rules are changing. And I'm starting to get fascinated with COVID vaccine versus Super Bowl. Will we have citizens at a Super Bowl or will it be a Super Bowl done in an empty stadium? Look, we've already canceled an Olympics and postponed it. We've changed the way hockey's playing in basketball and I kind of like it. It's like I said, it's, it's, I'm okay with change. Um, I think the next big one is when do the kids go back to school? That'll be a positive. And when do we see people at football games? That would be a positive. We're starting to see movies come out. Now, they may not be the movies that we want, but we're starting to see them trickle into theaters. Um, Christopher Nolan's got a movie coming out that I really, really wanted to see. <clears throat> In a movie theater. I'm not going to because I'm still, I would rather err on the side of caution. I believe moderation moderately. Kind of, That's the kind of guy that I am. But we're getting there, and that's a positive. But the numbers are still horrible, and we as a nation have to address the stock market as the stock market's saying V-shaped recovery, but it's really not. On the outside, it looks like, hey, the NASDAQ's back in the S&P 500. But what's carried the NASDAQ in the S&P 500 is what worked during COVID. The big tech companies and, and the retailers. The retailers that were ready for it happened to be very big companies like Walmart and <clears throat> Target, Home Depot and Lowe's. They had great numbers. They had numbers that if you didn't know there was COVID, you'd be like, these are great numbers. And they had them during COVID. Maybe the tail end of COVID, maybe the beginning of COVID. Like, trust me, we're gonna, not going to do a blanket statement just and throw it out there. But we have had a V-shaped recovery, and that doesn't bother me because it's been market-weighted towards the companies that should. 
With that said, does Apple deserve a PE of 50? Probably not, but I've never seen it. But it's also a validation that their services business are worth. There's some validation in there. Are you with me or against me? Because you've got to pick a side. This is a civil war. Um, so there's some laggards out there. Like, I, I wish the banks were hitting all-time highs because that would tell me the economy is like, good. But also, here's, here's where I like it. They're not hitting all-time highs. That tells me the stock market has more to go if they were to play catch-up. Now, the, here's the fear. What are the mega-cap companies play? Let, let's, let's, let's hide for a little while. Let's turtle up. Let's be defensive and go down 10%. When you're up 100%, who cares if you go down 10 right? Some people who bought at the all-time high do, obviously. So it's, it's a question of how long you've been in. But there could be that going on. TikTok's going to sue the Trump administration over their, their ban threat. And historically, they actually have a point. Just throwing that out there. Coronavirus update, coronavirus in the news. The FDA plasma move is fanning fears over the vaccine. Um, it's interesting. Like, the ramifications. They're saying this cold and flu season, it's super important to get a flu shot. Super important that we don't, like, send people to the hospital with the old-fashioned flu while the COVID flu is going on. And at the same time, they're like, well, people are wearing masks. A lot of people are, so the flu season may not be as bad just based on that. Question is, are you ever going to not wear a mask during flu season? Uh, or, like, will some habits stick? I think some, for some people, some habits will stick. I like wearing a mask. It makes me feel like a bandito. I know you're saying, you're a little bit unhinged. and Maybe I am. But I'm okay with it as a fashion statement. Um, so mortality rates are being thrown out there and I hate talking about this, but the FDA had an approval of emergency use authorization for convalescent plasma as a treatment for COVID-19 patients. It's stoking fears that the White House may be pressuring the agency to authorize vaccine before the November 3rd election. November 3rd, that's like 70 days away. When you start looking at weeks, it's not that it's 10 weeks of politics. It's less than 10 weeks of politics at this point in time. But we're talking about reducing mortality rates, and that's a good thing. Here's where CFP Chad Burton and I kind of really agree. There should be a lot of good things that come out of COVID. There's obviously short-term pain, death, horrible. Short-term families being ripped apart. Seniors are being treated like cows. Stay in your apartment. Do not leave. And if you happen to be in an old folks home like my mom, we, we get iPad visits. That's it. Mom has seen us on the iPad, and that's it. Now, but Chad and I find the positives because it's our nature to find where money's going. We're kind of money detectives. We're stock detectives. We're, we're, we want to know what's working and why. Um, and, and someone who's good at what they do focuses on that and not – Oh, the stock market is overvalued or under. We, we, we have to keep working, even if it is overvalued or undervalued. We have to keep going, even if it is too much momentum. Um, a lot of positives. Like I said, when we look at the stock market and you see the V-shaped recovery, it's, it, there's more to the story. And the more to the story is oil's underperformed and financials have underperformed. And long term, they should catch up. Or do the outperformers regress to the mean? Do they come back to earth? 
Uh, so there's some things that I like. And again, I'm not in the camp of this is wrong. I'm in the camp of I think tech pulled it forward. So I've spent more on Microsoft in the last three months than I did in the last three years. I've spent more on Apple in the last three months than I did in the last three years for discretionary issues. I, do you see? Like, there is some truth to this. And then you look at Vertex and Abbott Labs and Merck and Regeneron and Pfizer and Johnson Johnson, AbbVie, Bristol-Myers-Squibb, Novartis, AstraZeneca, Sanofi. You're like, the whole healthcare complex should be benefiting from this. <clears throat> Oddly enough, they are. Um, so when we talk V-shapes, I'm okay that the economy I know in my heart has underperformed. But the part that's outperformed is made up for it in the stock, in, in the economy and in the stock market. Now we're just waiting for financials and oil to say we're healthier as an economy. They're not telling us we're healthy. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, obviously, this is a very big time of the year economically, not just with back to school, but with Thanksgiving and Christmas right around the corner. Um, those are big spending times where we say, let's go on vacation. Let's get away from the family this year, or let's go see the family this year. Um, that's kind of a, I, it would be nice if we were further understanding of where we are with that. But we are redirecting our money. We are spending, and I, Again, I'm okay with that. I was talking to my producer just during the break, and I was like, are you spending less on restaurants? Yes, but are you spending more on groceries? Yes. Is it making up a difference? And some Americans, not many, one in five saved $1,000 during COVID. That's good, but that's not a lot of money, and that's underwhelming, to say the least. And it goes fast. That's the thing that CFP Chad Burton and myself fight against for you is how fast our money goes in retirement. There's a, you earn income, you invest, and you save. I try to do all of those on this show. Chad's more about managing wealth. I'm more about creating wealth. But saving's a big thing. And again, in retirement, you're not going to have a lot of options. The FDA has authorized a convalescent plasma, which um, should... Yeah. I got to be careful because I really hate people playing scientists. But when we're cutting mortality, we like that. Now, keep in mind, Gilead Sciences already has something similar, uh, whereas hydrochloroquine was revoked by the FDA. So this plasma treatment, we feel like, was it pushed out? Will it be revoked? Will it not? I'm not smart enough to. That's above my pay grade, as they like to say in the military. Um. But Pfizer had some material information last week. We're getting, I don't want to say closer, but the news is starting to become a little more positive. The postmaster, who knew the post office would be in such display? And I missed it. When I figured out the post office was in dramatic straits was when an Amazon package didn't come. I had to contact Amazon and say, hey, I ordered a USB-C microphone. Where is it? It says it's delivered, and they're like, well, it's probably at the post office waiting to get to your house. I'm like, are you kidding? The post office didn't work. The post office always works. Amazon always works. 
that's a big issue right now on mail delays. And to me, yeah, you could say, oh, it's, it's Trump. He's trying to mess with the elections or the Democrats are trying to mess with it. Someone's trying to mess with the elections. I don't care. How about my mom who gets drugs delivered to the mail to her? I'm okay not getting a microphone. I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. But that's not good. Trump says the FDA is expanding access to the COVID treatment with Plaza. Trump aide Kellyanne Conway to leave the White House, citing family reasons. That has been a weird one when her husband is actively campaigning against her boss. I'm sure we've all been in weird family situations. Do you know how many families are getting destroyed by Republicans versus Democrats right now? Has it always been this bad? Because on my family now, and it's not my direct family, it's the one I married into, everyone hates each other because of Facebook and because of politics. They, no more family reunions, which I'm fine with. You know, the only good thing about family reunions is everyone used to stop at Kentucky Fried Chicken and get a bucket of chicken. And I could say, well, that... That family reunion was all that in a bucket of chicken. Real estate investors are skipping paying loans while raising billions of dollars. Don't you love the drama that we see in Wall Street? I do. Some of the largest real estate investors from mall and and hotel uh, collateralized mortgage debt companies, um, they're borrowing tons of money, and yet they're still defaulting on paying their loans, which is... It sounds like a conflict. Like, it sounds like that doesn't make any sense, Rob, and it doesn't. And sometimes you have to go with that. That's what works on Wall Street. It, it doesn't have to make sense. Brookfield Property, Starwood Capital, Colony Capital, Blackstone, they're all skipping payments on commercial mortgages, and yet they're all raising money to buy more mortgages. The laws are there to be abused, or the laws are there to have loopholes, or the law, loopholes are there to be taken advantage of. I've got a friend who lives in a state where he doesn't pay income tax and he shops in a state right across the river where he doesn't pay uh, sales tax. Hey, if, if that's the law, why not take advantage of it? He's making 35% more than you and I because we're paying our federal taxes, our state taxes. I'm sorry, state taxes. He's paying his federal taxes on income and our state taxes on, on sales. We don't have that border to jump across. But that brings up a question because uh, my producer brought it up earlier. He says, uh, there's people taking advantage of loopholes. Those people. I know. If they're there, are they not meant to be taken or are they meant to be ignored? And that's where we get into a nation that's very, very divided. Prices are rising for New York apartments if they have a must-have feature. If they don't have a must-have feature, prices are dropping on rents in Manhattan. And, like, that's a big story. But we're not talking about it. If you have a garden, if you have a balcony, people will pay more in New York. In the suburbs right now, it's pools. That may be passing because it was the summer and we couldn't really put our kids in summer camp. So we're like, just go grab a towel and jump in the pool, Junior. Pools had a big set, like bicycles. Bike shops are out of stock. Like, wow, COVID is interesting the way it plays out. Um, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Talking about what's working on Wall Street and what's not. Um, we've had a big push up in the S&P 500 and in the NASDAQ. The Dow, a little bit of an underperformer. The Russell 2000, a little bit of an underperformer. 
And then you get into individual sectors and you could say there's some underperformers and some outperformers. Trump is fighting for a re-election amidst COVID and the Republican convention kicks off tonight. It was interesting the responses I heard last week on the Democrats and they, they use technology well. And it's almost like you have to now. Um, the Federal Reserve has slashed interest rates and mortgage rates have fallen, but what we're looking at this point in time is the 10-year Treasury has started to move, eh, I'm not going to say higher, because when you go from 50 basis points to 60, you're still at like incredibly low levels, but maybe the mortgage market has seen their lows in mortgages. And when we say that, you're kind of putting your money where your mouth is, but as interest rates move higher, affordability will move lower. As interest rates move higher, if the economy does improve, then the ability to pay back your debt on a cheap, 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 cheap basis is taken away. For instance, I've got a mortgage that's tied towards, I've got a home equity line of credit that's tied towards uh, LIBOR. And I think I'm at my lowest payments and I, I'm using that extra cash like for fun. But as it readjusts for higher interest rates, I'll have less cash. And that, that's where you kind of see if there's a breaks that can be set on the economy. I think that's the right way of saying it. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Drop me an email. Rob at robblackshow.com. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Uh, Robin Hood has been in the news a lot. And one of the things that I want to talk about with that is the concept of Robin Hood. He took from the rich and he gave to the poor, right? And Robin Hood right now has a lot of, a lot of my younger friends who are under the age of 30 are using Robin Hood. And to me, I'm good with it. I actually like the idea that people are buying stocks. I like the idea that millennials are getting some practice in, even if it doesn't turn out well. There's a lot of enthusiasm for companies that I own, like Nike and Apple. And it's the Robin Hood investors are buying some brand names. So it's no longer... You can't say that it's a game stacked against poor people because I know a lot of lower income, middle income who are buying stocks now for the first time ever because they're not paying stock bro uh, broker commissions. That used to be a thing. When I got into this industry to buy a stock, if you wanted to buy $1,000 or something, you ended up paying like $200 in commissions. And you're like, whoa. So your returns were low. So you're like, let's just stick with mutual funds where we're not getting jacked on the commissions. But those management fees were at 2%. Now a mutual fund you can get for 10 basis points, 15 basis points. 10 basis points is one-tenth of 1%, which one of my Robinhood friends was talking. And I was like, you know, what, what, what basis points? He didn't, he didn't know what a basis points was. And I was like, wow, you don't know what basis points is? That's, that's got me a little concerned for you. You don't know what percentages are in margins. Like people are buying stocks because they like the name Nike and Apple, two very popular stocks on Robinhood. Now, Robinhood is a take from the rich, and in this case, it's from the hedge funds or it's from the Wall Street complex. 
Robinhood was started in 2013. I met the founders before they went, when they were still in beta. And I'm like, that's going to be a disruptor. Um, trades that are free. And they try to get you on commissions with like margin and options. And they try to get you elsewhere. But what a disruptor. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancials.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show and supporting the show through all the <clears throat> I'm working on some pretty exciting ideas for the back half of the year and launch of next year, including some writing and some video work and some more audio work. So stay tuned. Um, I've got a good push left in me, a good project, and it's developing quite nicely, and that doesn't mean I'll go away quite yet. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. TikTok is suing the United States government over the Trump ban. They feel that they're caught in the middle with the United States, who is deeply suspicious of China. Which, again, as the world turns right now, small landlords are dipping into savings as their tenants struggle to pay rent. Being a landlord's not a great thing in times of COVID, is it? A lot of people are learning that. I own a property in Raleigh and it's interesting because I, my mortgage is getting tinier and tinier and other people are paying for it. And it's awesome. When I was 20, one of my ideas was buy a place that maybe one day my kid who I didn't have a kid would go to college and like buy in a college town. It should do well. But I'll tell you one thing, being a landlord sucks. When you get a, a letter from your, management company like, hey, there's no grass there. I'm like, what do you mean there's no grass? So that brings up a question. Do you want to be a landlord in a city you can visit or a city you can't visit? Do you want to pay a property management company or not? I was doing business lessons with my kid and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually live here if you go to college at Duke or North Carolina or NC State because it's the research triangle and there's a major university and right in the middle is where that land is and the property. He said, let's take a look at it. He's like, it's lovely. I'm like, it's a piece of crap. Let's be honest here. It's got a small kitchen. And I tried to show my kid like positives and negatives. And he's just optimistic, which I'm like, I can't wait for the world to to wring that out of him because it will. Um, But again, it brings up, do you want to be a landlord? I had a tenant that I put in that was awesome. The management company, you know, they take 8% of the mortgage or 8% of the payment. That's a lot, but in Hawaii, they take 30%. Different rental markets, right? So 8% means I don't have to like find out if the grass is there or not, but there's no grass there. So the tenant says, hey, can you get some grass for me? And I'm like, sure, if you take care of it. Um, but that's what you pay a property management company for. But I had a, a tenant in, wow, Apple's up $9 today. It marches higher with the stock split coming on the 31st of August. Whoa. We're back. I, ha- I never thought we'd see the day again. Is That's what I'm saying, whoa, about. I never thought I'd see the day again where a stock split would move a stock. That was a big thing in um, the 1990s with dot-coms. Like, uh, you'd have Yahoo and Excite, and they're companies that have got great revenues and great user bases, and they were marching higher. And they'd announce a stock split, and they'd, they'd march faster. Uh, people love stock splits, which is a phenomenon that I don't quite grasp, but people love stock splits. So that's out there. Massive Northern California wildfire is raging on. Death toll has reached seven. 
Um, another fire season that's bad. And if you remember Santa Rosa and Paradise, they were more like October events. <clears throat> and Trump said over the weekend again, California should get out and rake the forest, which, hey, let's go rake the forest, everyone. Firefighters battling three massive Northern California firefighters got an early break as humidity rose. And basically, um, we got a little bit of rain, like not a lot, just a couple drops here and there. But we're like, ah, good. Three big fires now have um, moved across the area. And again, disaster. <clears throat> Are you prepared for disasters? Because you don't want to have a financial disaster on top of a physical disaster. Do you have it to go back? So my in-laws, their house burned down a couple years ago, and we had to have a conversation with them. Like, you still kind of live in fire country, and this time you really want it to go back because you lost all your pictures. You lost all your clothes. You lost all these things, and you don't want to do that again. So do you have a plan? And they're like, nope. I love America, don't you? But three big fires right now burning across the state. 250,000 people are under evacuation. And uh, the air is not good. But then again, the South is getting hit with hurricanes now. And again, there's two types of hurricanes in my mind. The type that hit the Gulf and caused oil to go higher because oil platforms have to shut down for safety reasons. And there's the type that hit the Atlantic Coast, which hits the hotels and the insurance claims. Two types of hurricanes for me. I understand. You simplify it that much. I kind of do. So I made a mistake a few years ago on air, and every now and then I like to admit these things because it's kind of a nice reminder. But during the fires, people were asking me, like, hey, is PG&E going to survive? PG&E now has the stock. You don't ask that question. People aren't asking that question because part of surviving in the past, they said, okay, we're not going to be accountable in the future. And the state's like, okay, if you take responsibility in the past will set up a fund that people pay money into taxes that'll help absolve you. So PT&E stocks moving higher, even though people are dying. A couple of years ago, I said, I made a, a, a bit of a mistake on air when I, I said during the fires, someone asked me about PG&E. I said, it depends on how many people die. Like it's a quantifiable financial money. How many bodies come out in body bags? And they were still there. And I said it too soon. It wasn't lost on me that I said it too soon. And I felt bad. But so PG&E is safer now in a wildfire season than they were two years ago because now they have more li- uh, less liability. I was going to say more liability coverage, but that didn't make sense. Would I buy the stock? No. Uh, it's a utility. It's just, I don't like the fact that they're in California, to be honest with you. And it just doesn't seem... I'll buy a nice East Coast nuclear power plant before I buy a wildfire utility in the West Coast. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial.